The following is a fourth hand production. 
And it's her goal was, or one of her goals was, <clears throat> it's a podcast that kids and, and, and their parents can sit down and listen to. And the parents might get something out of it because they might understand why kids like it a certain way. And um, mm-hmm. the kids will get something out of it because it's a little kid talking about stuff that they're into already. So, no, it's it's a good concept. I enjoy the show for sure. My right son on. also is a listener. Nice, right so, on. yeah. Um, so, are you going to be doing any more of these kids and adults alike video? Kids and adults, yeah, kids and adults alike videos. She does. She wants to. Um, she wants to take an adult out and take a magnet fishing. Um, and she's oh, okay. kicking, she's kicking an idea around, um, for, you know, cause we have reptiles and she's kicking an idea around to have a, you know, an adult come in that's kind of afraid of reptiles and, and have her coach him through handling one and stuff like that. So <laughs> that could be interesting as I well. I think I, I, w- I would be a good guest for that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that could be I mean, really not, interesting. I'm not, yeah, I'm not scared of snakes. I just don't trust snakes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, is there a difference? Yeah. Like, Cause like with a dog, you could tell when they're happy, they wag their tail or like, or a cat, or you could tell when they're mad cause they growl or something, you know, with a snake, there's not, well, at least I don't know. Cause I'm ignorant. I, I don't know if there's any tells there is, say, Oh, yeah. he's pissed. Watch out. You know? Well, the, the first thing is snakes don't have eyelids. And so it's, it's, it's really hard to tell if a snake's sleeping. <laughs> and they are nocturnal. Most of them are. Yeah. Some of them are, are diurnal, but most of them are nocturnal. And so you might open up their their drawer, or open up their aquarium, and they're sound asleep. But you don't know it because their eyes are open, obviously. And so, um, you know, you can startle them and get bit that way. But most of the time, they make like an S shape with their body when they're about to bite. So that that helps. Mm. If you see that S shape, you know okay. oh, you're doing something to piss them off. You may want to stop. <laughs> so it's maybe like they're trying to spell out snake. Maybe or yeah. yeah. S- <laughs> Unless you're Harry Potter, all right. Just so, to him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, his name, one of ours, is named Nagini, which is the name of the snake from Harry Potter. So that kind of works out. Okay, <laughs> there you go. All right. So once again, for like the fourth, fifth, or however many times you've been on the show, what's your history with the Brady Bunch? <laughs> well, I was on it from 1967. No, I was kidding. Um, <laughs> um, just go back and listen to the last one I was done. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I, I feel like we talked about it in the past. I feel like I, I kind of lived the Brady Bunch to a degree, because um, I have um, four brothers and three sisters. Um, now I have three brothers and three sisters. We just lost one. We don't know where he is. Um, yeah. And uh, <laughs> and I shared a room with uh, three of my brothers. So um, just being around, you know, them watching old TV shows and stuff like that. I, I've, I've been watching the Brady Bunch more than I think a lot of people in our age demographic. You know what I mean? I think yeah. a lot of people that watch the Brady Bunch were like the, the baby boomers. Um, I don't think there's yeah. a lot of Generation X's that watched it. So, um, yeah. So I watched mm. it probably more than people my age. You know, like when you were on the show last time, you were talking about your family dynamic and then you said the phrase, um, you kind of idolized your siblings. And then yeah. I made the joke saying, you know, uh, I never idolized your siblings. And after, after I said that, I felt kind of bad. So I want to kind of retract that. Like, I mean, I didn't idolize, but I didn't want to think like, I hate your siblings. So which, I well, which one is it that you do that. idolize? <laughs> and you have to say them by name. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I don't idolize them. No, but, uh, uh, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, so this is where we take our first break. Right on. And when we come back, we're going to get into this. Boom. Boom. We'll be back. Hello, this is Michael from Pennyhaven. What is Pennyhaven, you ask? Well, Pennyhaven is my YouTube channel. On this channel, I share with the viewer some awesome coins from my collection and the new ones I pick up every week. I also have a bunch of informative videos that show you what to look for in your own pocket so you can realize the worth above face value in circulated money. I'll teach you how you can get silver coins for free or at face value. I'll even tell you how you can get a free piece of gold in the mail. Absolutely free and beautiful. So come on over, subscribe, watch my playlist of informational videos or anything that catches your eye. Send me an email to find out how to get some free gold and start getting the most out of your money. So please go to youtube.com and search for Penny Haven. That's P-E-N-N-Y-H-A-V-E-N on YouTube. And we are back. Okay, so we got The Brady Bunch, Season 1, Episode 20, entitled Brace Yourself. Let's get into it. First facts about the episode. First aired on February 13th, 1970. Uh, written by Brad Radnitz. I guess is how you say it. And directed by Oscar Rudolph. According to IMDB, I got a couple of little fun facts for you. Mm. Uh, the braces, Marie McCormick you know, or Marsha, or were fake in the episode. In real life, she didn't have to get braces. Eve Plum, Susan Olsen, and Mike Lookinland all had to get braces in real life. <laughs> oh, no. Perfect Marsha didn't need braces. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. So she had, like, a grill. You know what I mean? <laughs> like those fake those fake ones that kids wear? Oh, yeah, That's kind of like what they were. She was, like, she was a pioneer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the second fun fact, I thought this is kind of cool. I don't know if you noticed this, but the dress shop set in the episode, if you remember that, was actually the master bedroom. Oh, nice. Uh, Curtains were hung to hide Carol's dressing table area, and a room divider was used to disguise the closet doors. Hmm. But the room is identifiable as the master bedroom by the colors and the brick wall that's behind them. (laughs) I went back and like looked at both of us. Holy shit, that is the bedroom. That's cool. That's funny. All right, so let's fade in. It's early evening, and Alice, and Alice, oh, God, I typed it weird. It's early (laughs) evening. Alice and Carol are cooking in the kitchen. Yeah, Carol, once again, is assisting Alice in the kitchen. Yeah, imagine that, yeah. Yeah. Mike comes home from work and asks how everything is going. Carol tells Mike that he had to put, uh... They had to put braces on Marsha today at the dentist's office. Mike says he didn't think that she knew. Well, like, and that's that's the first thing that threw me on this episode. Well, well, the first thing that threw me was, I don't think Carol wears a scarf in the entire episode. <laughs> it's almost like I'm she sorry. heard me in the last two episodes I've been on with this, and she's like, okay, I don't like the jokes about the scarf, and I don't think she wore one the well, entire episode. Well, first of all, they're not jokes. You were giving her props. You were like, yeah. yo, like, your scarf game is on point. I was like, where's that and double it, Windsor? But she didn't have yeah. it. So I was a little disappointed. 
But I don't yeah. think you can get braces on in a day. <laughs> right? I know. I know. <laughs> Usually that shit's like planned. And they did it as in like, you know, like, oh, they had to do this, you know, this big thing that takes planning and a lot of money. You yeah. know, it's like normally, and they don't do it. The dentist obviously do it the orthodontist, which well, is a totally and they, different place. They have to like take measurements and stuff. It's not like he's got a, a drawer full of braces of, you know, small, medium, large, extra large. And they just, like, fit in all mouths. It doesn't work that way, you know? Open up, Marsha. Yeah, you're a medium. Me yeah, exactly. The, yeah, yeah. Nurse, go get the medium. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how braces work. I never had to wear them because I didn't want to look fucking stupid. No. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's no, the first thing that, that threw me was I, I don't think that was very accurate. Yeah, no. But, no. That's okay. I don't think so either. I wish I would have got braces, though. I really Really? Wish why? Because my teeth are all fucking fucked. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking, like, to get sympathy from girls or something, or yeah, so I can like have, so I can have three or four girls come ask me out. Whatever. Well, I remember when I broke my arm, and you were like, "Man, I wish I had a cast." <laughs> yeah, I, wish I, had a cast. I did break a rib once in my twenties, but I didn't get a cast for it. I, I remember know. when you broke your rib. <coughs> I was yeah. laughing at one of my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the nice guy. All right. So Carol tells Mike that they had to put braces on Marcia today at the dentist office. Mike says he didn't think she needed them. But Carol says the doctor says it'll save her bite. Carol goes on to say that she shouldn't need them for very long. In other words, they couldn't get the prop very long, so, you know, <laughs> since they're fake. So Mike asks how Marcia is taking it. Alice chimes in and says, oh, like a real trooper. She hasn't said a thing since they've been home. Well, yeah, Which to me, my, throws my up a first red thought flag. was... Well, she's probably in pain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't think she's going to be like Chatty Cathy, do you? Like, when she gets her braces put on. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Cut to Marsha staring into the mirror at her braces, and she says, I'm ugly, ugly, <laughs> ugly. And she buries her face in her arms. Uh, so some time passes, and we're back in Marsha's room well, as she's okay, looking well, in the well, mirror. Hold on a second. I, I thought there was more. Hold on. Um... Wouldn't she be groggy and kind of in pain? Don't she? Groggy? Don't they put you to Why sleep? Why would she be groggy? They don't put you to sleep when they when they put braces on. No. Oh, they don't. Okay. Well, like you see all these like videos and stuff of yeah. like kids and like going to the dentist and being put under. Okay, those are called millennial pussies. Okay, so <laughs> real people they just go for Novocaine. Like right. I've had some shit. I've had tooth extractions where it was like oral surgery and they had to even remove part of my jaw i just got novocaine yeah yeah like i i mean I had, it's not that um, big a deal i had two of my wisdom teeth pulled one time and um uh, the left side they forgot to numb and how do they, you forget to numb i don't know they they gave me two shots on the right side and only one on the left and um they pulled it without any anesthesia and i i've never wanted to punch somebody so bad in my life <laughs> that freaking hurt. Well, you took it like a trooper. You don't want to know why. Why? Because you're not a millennial pussy. Oh, that's true. I am. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> also, but did she you cry like... about it? No, but <laughs> when we left it. Well, I was we going to say, office, did you cry about it and then and then protest and like. <laughs> well, I went to my college and asked if I could have a day of mourning where they deliver pizzas and sit around and talk about it. Um, Did you need a quiet place after that? <laughs> what is it, crying space? <laughs> um, but when we left the dentist Safe office, space. when we left the dentist office, um, Megan could tell something was wrong with me. She's like, because I was just in shock. I couldn't believe that it happened. Um, 
<laughs> and so she's like, what happened? I'm like, let's just, let's just go. I'm not feeling good. Let's just go. So I waited till we were almost home. And I said, uh, yeah, they forgot to numb the left side when they, when they pulled the tooth. And she like starts slamming on the brakes. I'm like, Megan, please just go home. I really don't feel like staying in the doctor's office anymore. So she was pretty, she was pretty pissed. She was, she had more of a reaction <laughs> from it than I did. I just wanted to go home. Huh. So, yeah. Well, awesome. when I had my tooth extraction, my wisdom tooth pulled, um, there was like no, there was zero pain. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, until afterwards, because you had dry socket afterwards. Yeah, yeah, I did eventually get dry socket, <laughs> which I followed yeah. every rule that you're not that you're supposed to, and then I still got it anyway. So mine, Whatever. it kept bleeding, and they tell you to bite down on a um, on a tea bag, right? <laughs> yeah, to to stop the bleeding. Some kind of acid that's in the tea bag will make the blood clot. But for me, it wouldn't work. So for like four hours at home, I'm like sucking on a tea bag, like like on cocaine. I'm like all spazzy and shit because I'm <laughs> basically sucking on caffeine the whole time. But yeah, so that was fun. Like dipping the tea bag, sticking pretty it much. In the whip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After four hours, they're still bleeding. I'm like, this is broken. Like this <laughs> tea bag normal. sucks. I need to. I want my money back. And also, <laughs> uh, back to the episode. Marsha looked like she was really crying. Yeah, I mean, she actually had tears. Yeah, her eyes were getting all watery. I was impressed. I was like, wow, cool. I was kind of impressed on a couple. I thought (laughs) Greg is starting to do pretty good. Yeah, yeah. starting to do well. Yeah, well, there was a couple Um, of times when I think they lost some jokes, which we'll get into, but but yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, they're all kind of coming into their own at this point. Mm -hmm. Well, the older kids anyway. And of course, Robert Reed is always fantastic. I can't, I mean, I swear to God. And I'm not trying to be funny. Like, he is fucking good. Like. He's Who's a good that? actor. Oh, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, yeah. Mike Brady? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. <laughs> so some time passes and we're back in Marsha's room and she's looking in the mirror and she's doing different smiles in the mirror trying to see which one looks better. She even tries to smile while covering up her braces with like a little tissue. Just then <laughs> Alice calls from downstairs and says that dinner is ready. Cut to downstairs and Alice well, is on, bringing food second, out. Like, the- th- this is a weird episode because the editing sucked on it. Because they, they bounce around between scenes so quickly. Like, there's some scenes yeah. where only have, like, two lines, and then they jump to another scene. So, the pace yeah. of this one was terrible. But down in the... Because these, these scenes merge together. They'll, like, be in one scene, and then they split to another yeah. scene, and then come back to a scene. Um, and there was a line that I think a joke got dropped on in the kitchen. Because um, Mike Brady says, I hope she, I, I was hoping she wouldn't need them. And then Alice says, "Well, don't worry; it won't affect her looks." And I and I think that's oh, a yeah, joke. That was in that the very didn't. first scene. I don't think they yeah. got the joke because I took the joke as what's the joke? Yeah, but like money wise, because those are expensive, right? And so I was thinking that that the joke should have been him saying money wise, like, "Oh, I was hoping she wouldn't need him." And then Alice would say, "Oh, don't worry; I don't want to affect her looks." Like the joke being, uh, I know. didn't see that as a joke at all. Because you know, Mike is not concerned with money. This motherfucker, he's got money. <laughs> That's true. He doesn't seem to be, does he? Well, un- unless it unless it's his kid's clothes, because the last time I was on, she's in her room, like, fucking sewing her dress up. So <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay. I don't know. And, okay, so going back to the scene you just talked about, why does she have a handkerchief? Is that a tissue or a handkerchief? Ooh. When she covers her face when she's yeah. smiling? That was like a, a Kleenex or something. Oh, she pulled okay. it out of her drawer. I thought it was a handkerchief. I'm like, what the hell? Like, no little girls have handkerchiefs, but okay. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, so cut to downstairs, and Alice is bringing food out to the table as the other kids are sitting at it, and they're all commenting on on the food as she's setting it down. <laughs> Oohs and ahs, and and I can't wait, and it looks so good. It's like did you I see, just the, see the director now is like Alice? I was going to bring out the food, and you guys just you know just improv, just say like oh how great that looks or whatever. You know, what I mean? it's like Thanksgiving, but for like pasta. Um, (laughs) but did you notice the, the large plate of pasta? Like, I don't know about in your household, but we never put pasta on a plate. Like it was just in a bowl, (laughs) but they have like this big mound of plate on a, or a mound of pasta on an actual plate. Did you notice that? Well, it was like one of those plates that are kind of bowls, but kind of a plate. But But did you notice the plates everybody had? No, no. They're the plates that everyone has. You know, those like white plates, with the greenish like, <laughs> like design around the outside edge, you know what I'm talking about the white porcelain <laughs> plate with the green thing around the outside edge. Everybody's had these. What's plates. the green thing? It's like Is flowery designs, or just yeah. a straight. Okay, well, it's kind of like an ivy leaves thing going around the outside of it. If you saw okay. it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I think there's probably people <laughs> okay. listening going, "Oh my god, I know exactly what he's talking about." Like I had some <laughs> when we lived on Madrid, but mine didn't have the little leaves thing around it. They were just white plates. Hmm. You don't know what I'm talking about. Gotcha. I I think I mean I guessed that they were like leaves, so I must have seen something back in the okay. day. So. Well, go back and watch it. At some point, I'll wait. No, I was kidding. Um, <laughs> um, and they're the plates that everybody has. They're the plates that you see in in half the people's houses. So, anyways, <laughs> go ahead. All right, Alice returns to the kitchen to get more food, where we see Carol, Mike, and Bobby grabbing more food too. Mike asks if Marcia had come down yet. Alice says she hasn't. So Mike volunteers to go up and get her and to go ahead and start dinner without him. So Mike leaves. Cuts back to the kids at the table and Cindy says, I can't wait to see Marsha's braces. Greg says, she didn't show you? Cindy says, no. Peter adds that he hasn't seen them either. And something about offering her a quarter or something to see him. Or, I don't know. What, was he you, talking about braces? If I give you a quarter, will you open your mouth? Like, oh. <laughs> You're not supposed to ask your sister that. Sorry. (laughs) So back upstairs, Marsha is still in the mirror. Mike knocks on the door and says that it's dinner time and they're all waiting for her, which is utter bullshit because he specifically said, start without me, go ahead. But yet he's pulling this guilt shit on Marsha going, "Uh, we're all waiting for you. What the fuck? (laughs) Trying to make it Uh, act like it's like the meal's about her. <clears throat> it's like, well, now that you're ugly, you know, we made your favorite dinner. <laughs> That's my step. And then she's going to come downstairs and be like, I thought you said everybody was waiting. Like, oh. And then she goes, oh my God, it's because I'm ugly. And then she runs back upstairs. It'd be no. funny if she came down and, like, most of the pasta was gone and there was only a little bit of sauce <laughs> at the bottom and that was it. <laughs> like, there wasn't any food left for her. That'd be funny. Um, somebody says a line, I can't remember who says it. But they say that's very saw. Did you catch that? That's very what? Saw. I, I heard it as S-A-W, like saw. It's very saw? Yeah. I think Mike Brady says Who's, it. To who? About what? I, I can't remember. But uh, he almost said it in the context of, well, that's not good or that's that sucks. Like, well, that's that's very saw or uh-huh. whatever. Like, I never heard that term before. Uh-huh. I tried to look it up. I couldn't find it. Huh. No. I was hoping you'd know what it meant. I, I was lost. Hmm. I don't even remember hearing it. 
So anyway, so Marsh says, um, my teeth are sore. Is it okay if I don't come down? Mike agrees and says that if she gets hungry later, she can have her dinner in the kitchen. She says, okay. So next shot, a bit later, we see Marsha in the kitchen attempting to eat spaghetti oh. with her new braces. No, she was trying to eat the fork. Like, did you see how she was trying to eat? <laughs> it was weird. It was like, I don't know. She kept I biting the I'm fork. I'm trying to do it, but. Like, she was, she was one of the people yeah. that used their teeth on their fork. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. She was trying to do that. But I don't know why you would ever do that. So, <laughs> Well, this reminds me of a time when I was hanging out <laughs> with you and your family, and we were eating something. And so, like, I'm a teeth dragger on a fork, apparently. Uh, I didn't uh. know that until this day. And then I'm, like, eating or something like that, and I take the fork out of my mouth. And I look over, and your wife, Megan, is staring at me. And she goes, oh, God. And I was like, what? And she's like, and then she, I think she goes to you and was like, he just dragged his teeth on his on the fork. And I was like, are you just watching me? Like, that's so weird. That's awesome. I don't remember that. Maybe I think I'm just so used to it that I never paid attention. I don't know. So Carol asks how the spaghetti is. She says that she hates her braces. Carol giggles a little and says that it won't be very long until she has them off again. Like maybe next week in the next episode. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, Did you and notice? She'll be, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I thought you were done. Oh, uh, it says she's going to have them off again and she'll be, quote, prettier than ever, Marcia says. By that time, I'll be an old maid. 20. Carol laughs. laughs. Go ahead. Did you notice what Carol was doing when she first entered the kitchen? <laughs> Um, no. I even watched the episode twice just to watch the whole thing and see She was stuff, polishing so, no. the silverware. Why well, was she polishing she... or was she, like, drying it off? Either way, why? <laughs> they have a maid. Like, <laughs> I mean, in the beginning, she's helping make dinner, and in this one, she's either drying off silverware or polishing it. Why? Where is Where the hell is Alice? <laughs> uh, well, she just took food out to the table. So, yeah, but this was after. Know. This was when Marsha was in the kitchen eating dinner. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You're right. So they already ate, I don't know. I don't know. I have a lot of weird questions about this episode. Some weird shit happened even later. Yeah. Which I know we're going to get into <laughs> <laughs> about a couple of scenes that are like very questionable. But <laughs> Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm baffled by by Alice's relationship with the with the family. Uh, it's like she can just seemingly do whatever the hell she wants to. You know what I mean? <clears throat> well, not always. You'll see later in the episode where Alice is like, I'll do this. And Mike's like, the fuck you will, oh, yeah, you that's right, yeah. You know? <laughs> so, uh, yes. I think I'll handle this. He's like, not if you want <laughs> so, this penis anymore. <laughs> so Marcia continues and says, the school dance is in two weeks. I don't think I want to go, Mom. She hangs her head down. Uh, Carol says, well, I don't think Alan will be very happy about that. <laughs> Marcia says, well, it'll be better than dancing with me all night. When I smile, I look like an electric can opener. Carol says, well, I don't think that's fair. You accepted Alan's invitation, braces or no braces. Marcia goes on to say that she doesn't want anyone to see her now, at least not with <laughs> my mouth open. <laughs> Carol says that braces can never change the feelings of a real friend especially those who love you. Marcia says that she might be right. Carol says that her dress 
for the dance will be ready tomorrow and asks if she still wants her to pick it up. Marsha smiles and says yes. Carol smiles and hugs her. Yeah, there was a, there was a lot of scenes like this one where it's just all they were trying to do was push the storyline along. <laughs> That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's not really any jokes. There's no real anything. <laughs> it's just lines explaining what's going on. You know what I mean? Like there was a, this was a weird episode, really strange episode. Well, they had a couple bullet points with that little scene that was okay. We got to say there's a dance coming up. She doesn't right. want to go, yeah. and Alan's going to get pissed. So. Right. And I love how they're always pushing, you know, Marsha's looks. You, well, you'll still be pretty. <laughs> no. It's like, do you think? Do you really think they would say that to Jan if she had braces? You know they wouldn't say that. You know they wouldn't say, well, Jan, at least she'd still be pretty because she's it, not it makes pretty. Makes you look smarter. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and if and if Cindy got braces, it'd be like, well, now you'll talk even more like a baby. <laughs> yeah. Now you're less Am I even still more. pretty, Mom? <laughs> Jan will say, Am I still pretty, Mom? She'd be like, Sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> prettier than Marsha uh well who boy <laughs> well let's not get is ridiculous. that tiger outside <laughs> <sighs> alright so Mike is having yet another family meeting with the other kids except Marsha in the media room He t- he's telling the other kids that they all have to be very understanding right now and that Marsha is at an age where she's very c- conscious of her looks. Cindy says, you mean she's boy crazy. Mike laughs and says, yes, people call it that. Although there is nothing very crazy about it. And someday you're going to be make that same wonderful discovery too. Are they okay, talking about like, help? Are they talking about her? Like becoming a woman? Is that what they're talking about? No. Like the monthly cycle. They're just, no, they're simply just talking about. She likes boys. Oh, okay. And what made me really laugh is what Mike was saying here is like, because she's boy crazy and Mike says, yeah, some people call it that, although there's nothing crazy about it. And someday you're going to make that same wonderful discovery, too. And I couldn't help think about because Robert Reed's gay and saying those lines, you know, like, <laughs> it's like, hey, come on. Now, it's not crazy. And someday you'll feel the wonderful feeling, too. Well, what's so, funny also gonna... is when Marsha goes through it, everybody's like, now, now. This is totally normal. Let's just let her do her thing. But just a few episodes back when Greg did it, they were treating Greg like he's possessed by the devil or something. You know what I mean? There was even the scene where 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 Carol's like, Mike, because he was talking about some girl that he liked. Right. So Well, it wasn't some girl, it was a teacher again. Well, that's true. So it's a little bit different. It was a little different. <laughs> and then then there's this episode later where Jan's like, Oh my god, I really like this boy. Should I ask him out? And they're like uh, probably not. Why don't you study with him instead? <laughs> that's that's horrible. That's terrible. All right. So uh, Bobby asks, um, "Would you have married Mom if she wore braces?" And Mike laughs and says, "Sure, I would. She'd be just as beautiful to me, and so is Marcia. And that's what I want you to reassure her of." Peter says, "I don't think any girls are beautiful." Jan says, "That's because you're not girl crazy yet." Mike chimes in with, Marsha is not just a girl, Peter. She's your sister. Greg adds, and Greg actually brings up a really fucking good point. He says, I don't think I can tell Marsha she's beautiful. I never said that anything like that to a girl before, which I think is a fantastic note. And I was thinking the exact same thing. 
You know, if yeah. somebody said that to me when I was like 14 or however old Greg is or whatever, I'd be like, I can't just go up to my sister and go, you're beautiful. Like, A, that's not something I say. And B, I would never say it to my sister. Well, it's Weird. like another thing that I thought as a parent that I like an underlying tone behind something Mike said as a parent. <clears throat> when he said the line, well, that's not a girl, that's your sister. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like he was thinking, you know, I don't want any, you know, crushes developing between the two sides <laughs> because that could totally happen with kids this age. You know what I mean? Like it, it, they haven't been together that long. Right. And being it's been less than the, a year still. Well, being in the time frame that was in the 60s and 70s, you know, they probably waited to introduce the kids anyways. So that's even less time that right, they right. spent together. So to me, yeah. when he said the line, well, you know, that's, that's not, your, that's not a girl that's your sister. It's almost like he was saying that yeah. just, just so you know, <laughs> remember that, remember <laughs> that this is not a girl. This is your sister. Just, just, <laughs> yeah. and then when Greg said, well, I don't know if I could say that to him, how relieved Mike was. He's like, okay. Oh, okay. Cool. Awesome. You know, something. Yeah. So Greg says, you know, I don't think I could say that. Never said it to a girl before. And then I think Mike comes back with a really good point. He says, all right, then don't say it now. Just treat her like you always have. Just ignore yeah. the braces and pretend they're not even there. So next we see Jan sitting at the desk in her room, and Cindy is about to go into the bathroom. Jan stops her and says, wait, Marsha's in there. Cindy says, Daddy told me to act natural, and I always barge in on Marsha when she's in the bathroom. <laughs> Cindy starts to go in and then notices it's locked. She bangs on the door. Marsha says that she's brushing her teeth. Cindy argues and says that she needs to brush her teeth, too. Marsha sighs and unlocks the door. Before Cindy goes in, Jan whispers to Cindy, Remember, don't look at her braces. And um, you know Marsha heard that shit. <laughs> she said it loud enough well, for the she... camera to hear it. You know Marsha heard it. <laughs> <laughs> well, she is mic'd. Plus, Marsha had the water running in the bathroom, so oh, maybe true, not. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So Cindy goes into the bathroom and begins to brush her teeth. Marsha is putting her hair in curlers and scrubbing her face. And she Marcia looks at over. It. What? You could tell that girl's never put in curlers. <laughs> you could tell. She didn't know what the hell I she didn't... was doing. I I wouldn't know how to do that either. I mean not that you know, like <laughs> well, I should not. know, but <laughs> I mean it's just like like did like kids do that back then, or is that more of an old lady thing? I, I don't know, but or I mean, a her hair's never thing back then. Her hair's never curly, I don't think. But no, it's very straight, very was, very straight yeah, all the time. But it just looked terrible with her. The, the, the curlers were like half undone, like falling out of her hair and stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, one was like hanging halfway down. Yeah. So yeah, it would. I don't know that. Maybe that's a technique where you just want the tip to be curly. I don't know. I don't know. But she sucked at it either way. <laughs> so she Marsha's scrubbing her face and she looks over at Cindy and she's quietly brushing her teeth and not bothering Marsha. Marsha continues to scrub her face with soap and notices that something is up. She gets closer and closer to Cindy with soap all over her face and Cindy continues to ignore her and just brush her teeth. Finally Marsha says, Cindy, look at me. Cindy says, What for? Marsha's Marsha's still with her face covered in soap and curlers in her hair moves. Move Cindy's chin to look at her. Marsha says, tell me the honest truth. Do I look funny? Cindy pauses and looks at her and says, of course not. You look beautiful. Marsha smiles and says, thanks, Cindy. Cindy then continues to say, but how do you get the toothpaste through all that barbed wire? 
Marsha does a big sigh. I actually laughed out loud at that joke. Like calling braces barbed wire. That's awesome. <laughs> but you give props to Marsha here because she didn't cry. She just was like, yeah, Ugh, yeah, yeah. and just rolled her eyes. Well, I feel like the actress kind of missed the mark on the joke. Um, yet again, I must see which, a lot of jokes in this. Um, Marsha, I must see a lot of jokes in this that aren't jokes. Maybe they weren't jokes at the time. But okay. if she would have used uh, moisturizer instead of soap, that joke would have yeah. been way funnier. Because if she would have put moisturizer on her, on her face, she could put, like, basically be in white face. Right? Okay. <laughs> right? And if she put it around her mouth the right way, she would almost look like a clown. Right? A clown with, bra- with braces and curlers <laughs> in her hair. You know, it could be really funny, right? And she's like, do I look okay. funny to you? You know what yeah. I mean? And Cindy could be like... No, you know what I mean. Like that could be a way funnier joke. I must see. Well, jokes I think that, that was supposed to be the joke. I but think that's it was, what I mean. I think she, she does look mark, funny. Though. Yeah, no, I think you're right because I thought that's what it was going to be too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think they did it, but they didn't do it well. That's the only thing. Exactly. Yeah. Because she she made herself look ridiculous with the curlers <laughs> and the, the soap all over her face, and she says, "Do I look funny?" And then she's like, "Of course not. You look beautiful." You know. <laughs> And, you know, I would have been like, seriously, like this? Like, you know, like, well, not with all that shit in your face. You know, Cindy could have said something like that, you know. Well, Uh, it it could have been funnier, too, if they would have went the opposite direction and had her be like, don't you think I look funny? Yeah, you look ridiculous. And then have Marsha get her feelings hurt. You need to wash that crap off your face. You know what I mean? That could have been funny, too. Yeah. They could have went the other direction. Either way. I don't know. I would have shot it both ways and then put whatever would look better in the editing room. I do yeah. feel like, to your point earlier, I do feel like Greg um, and Bobby maybe just get the jokes more. You know what I mean? They do a better mm. job of delivering the jokes, like setting up the jokes, where I feel like the yeah. girls don't really get them. I think Cindy does, but I don't <laughs> think Jan and Marsha do. I don't think they understand the jokes. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I have to keep an eye out for that. Yeah. So the next morning, Marsha comes down to the kitchen where we see Alice cooking up something with Peter. Marsha slumps down the kitchen table to eat breakfast. Peter says, Marsha, I think your braces are neat. (laughs) Marsha points out that he hasn't even seen them yet. Peter goes on to say, Billy Minkus is in my class and he has them and and his are neat. Marsha says, well, mine aren't. Peter continues, he can make great bird noises just by whistling through them, and sometimes they make noises without even trying. <laughs> Marsha says, kind of great. Yeah. Suddenly, Alice tells Peter, all right, you're running late for school, and she tries to push him out the door. Peter stops and says, no, I'm not. And then he's like, oh, yeah, braces are great for magic tricks. Okay, first of all, I didn't get this. I really needed, like, a visual. It took me a minute to, like, really figure out, what the fuck is he talking about? He says... <laughs> Billy puts a magnet up to his braces and moves it clean across his mouth with his tongue. It's a riot. Right. Like, first of all, are they magnetic? Like, are braces magnetic? Can you put I a magnet? I think ma- so, yeah. Does he mean like he puts a magnet, like, on the outside of his lip and uh, then moves it? I don't Well, the, I the braces back all. then were different than they are now. If you notice is what she has in her mouth, it looks like a big piece of metal across the front. And the boy at the end, he's yeah. got a big piece of metal that runs along the front of his teeth. So I think what they're doing is putting putting a magnet on it and then pushing it across with their tongue. I think that's what he's doing. Because pushing it looks like what? across the magnet. Because it looks like braces back then weren't individual teeth like they are now. 
it looked like it was individual teeth, but it was one big bar that ran across your, your the entire row of teeth. And I think right. that's what they're pushing the Magdalene. Yeah. But I was really so, proud of Marsh in this scene. Have we gotten there yet? Yeah. I'm talking about the scene that we were just in. I was really oh. proud of her. Because well, there's still more of the scene. Do you want me to wait? Or? Well, because she busted out the scarf that Carol failed to bust out. <laughs> like, she came down wearing one of her mom's scarves. I'm like, yes! That's awesome. Oh, 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 Start them okay, off young. Gotcha. That's badass. <laughs> so, anyway, Peter says he moves it across the mouth with his tongue. It's a riot. Alice says, Peter. Peter says, okay, I'm going. And Peter leaves. Alice comes over to fill Marsh's glass with milk and says, make sure you drink all your milk, sweetie. It's good for your teeth. Marsha says, nothing will help mine. Alice says, hogwash. When those things come off, <laughs> here's, here's, here's one of the scenes I have a lot of questions for. When those things come off, you're going to be gorgeous. Just gorgeous. You know Basically, Alice is telling me you look ugly now. Exactly. But look- <laughs> and then, but then, let's not jump ahead yet because Al- then Marsha fucking burns Alice right back. Marsha asks, "How do you know?" Alice says, "Because I used to wear them myself." <laughs> and then Marsha has a face like, "Oh, fucking great." Marsha has a worried look on her face, and so, <laughs> so let's recap this conversation. You know. Yeah. You know, Marsha's saying, I look ugly with braces. Alice says, when you get those off, you're going to be gorgeous. And she's like, how do you know? She's like, because I used to wear them and look at me now. And then Marsha's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, like, I'm going to look like fucking Alice. <laughs> What's funny is in my notes I put, Alice braces joke is fucked up. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny. Exactly. Can you imagine the they way they burned each other? The way they pitched it to the actress. Okay, the joke is. Did <laughs> you tell her you used to have braces? And she makes a joke because you're so fucking ugly. <laughs> She's not. She doesn't have makeup on to make her ugly. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like they're making her look uglier than the actress is. They're just making fun of the actress. And then Alice says, well, at least I don't look like Jan. And they're all like, that's true. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Uh, so Alice and Marsha are in the media room, and Alice is hemming Marsha's skirt. She's well, the skirt she, or the dress she's going to wear to the dance. Alice says how great she looks. She looks like Cinderella, and Marsha says, "I feel like one of the ugly stepsisters." All the kids <laughs> of the assembly today were staring at me. Alice uh, says that she's just imagining it. Marsha goes on to say. Greg told a joke and I laughed and I got my lip caught in the braces and everybody <laughs> stared at me. How does that happen? So the only reason why I would think like, you know, first of all, I don't know how you get a lip caught in braces. Maybe you can. I have no idea. But let's say there's something like that happened, right? So they're like, she's like, ha ha ha. And then her lip gets caught. How would anybody know that unless she went, oh, fuck, my lip just got, you right, know, right, and then right. yeah, everybody's going to look at her, you know? But otherwise, well, nobody would know that unless you announced it. Also, did she say that Greg made a joke? Yeah, Greg told a joke, and I laughed. Yeah, but in in the last episode I was on, when he had a crush on his teacher, they played it up like they were in totally different classes. Well, they're like in middle school, so I mean, oh, that's true. Okay, but another thing I noticed was 
That didn't really look like a dress to me. That looked like a skirt with a sweater on it. Yeah, I think it was like an all-in-one, but um, it's made to look like it's two pieces, I think. Well, another thing that was funny about it was... <laughs> Do you notice how short the skirt was? <laughs> yeah. And she's hemming it? <laughs> like, Jesus. She made, it, made it shorter. Holy and when she's shit. down there staring at her ass, she's like, you look gorgeous. No, what it is, is Especially before she came in the room, Alice oh. is like... This is what we're going to do. We're going to make it so sure that no guys are looking at your braces. And that's the, that's the reason why she's hemming her skirt. Like, it makes total sense now. <laughs> I got you, fam. Jeez. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So, Marsha goes on to say that even uh, everyone in her own family is making fun of her. And she doesn't even want to go to the dance anymore. Which I didn't understand how Jan- she... Came to the conclusion that people are making fun of her. Yeah, I don't know. She's extremely self-conscious, apparently. Yeah, right? So, so just then, Jan and Bobby walk in, and uh, Bobby goes, wow. And Jan says, is that your new dress for the dance? Marsha asks, do you like it? And Jan says, oh, it's divine. <laughs> divine, yeah. <laughs> Who says that? Unless you're like an old gay man or something. <laughs> <laughs> And then just then so Mike comes funny. in. That's divine. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm teasing. He didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So Marcia says, thanks. Alice says, well, I'm glad you told her because she won't believe me. Hmm. Marcia says, sometimes people just tell you things just to be nice. Jan asks, would we say, or Jan says, would we say things just to be nice to you? Bobby adds, we're your brother and your sister. So Marsha concludes that, so you really didn't mean it. Which <laughs> this is, somehow brought back memories of you and I having conversations. But to me, this that, is a that Jimmyism. made no sense at all. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? This like, is a to, Jimmyism all day. <laughs> but to me, like, I didn't take it that way. To me, it, what the kids were basically saying is, would we try to make you feel good? We're your brother and sister. We're going to say shit that's fucked up. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, because yeah. they do. And so that should right. have been, I don't know how she concluded that either. Yeah, so Marsha should have been like, yeah, that's true. You guys are usually really, you know, kind of mean and <laughs> make fun of me and stuff. So, yeah, the fact that you guys are giving a compliment saying something. But, yeah. But what did you mean <laughs> well, like, by do being you remember, a <clears throat> Because, like, you always see, like, the negative and shit. <laughs> I do, <laughs> and, yeah, you're right. Yeah. As an example, um, you remember a few years ago when you were, like, working out hardcore and you were yeah. dropping all that weight? Yeah, yeah, And then people used to come up and go, man, look at you. Like, wow, you can, I can tell you lost weight. You're looking good. And your immediate response was, was I fat before? Like, what, are you saying I was ugly before? Like, you can't just, like, accept it and go, oh, thanks, you know? Like, oh, yeah. so you were lying. You were just telling me what you want me to hear or something well, like that. You know? I, I think in my head, in my head, I was expecting people to say, Oh yeah, you've lost. A little, you're looking fitter. You lost a little bit of weight. That's cool. But instead, when they come up and go, "Holy shit, you've lost weight!" Well, hold on a second. How bad yeah. did I look? <laughs> Why are you saying it like that? Like Jesus. <laughs> I remember when it had been a while since I'd seen you since you dropped weight, and the first time I saw you, I was like, "Holy shit!" I was like, "Oh my!" I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop staring at your body, Jimmy. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" Well, that would be like you wow. getting your hair done, right? Getting a haircut and people come up going, oh, God, I'm so glad you finally combed your hair. Holy shit, that's awesome. 
well, wait a minute. How bad did my hair look? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why are you saying it like that? <clears throat> That's what was going on in my head. Like, how I must have looked horrible for everybody to make such a big deal about this. But man. I wanted to tell you that you look divine, but I thought that would be you weird. You should have, and then I would have turned yeah. it around and said, so you're really lying to me. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Marcia says, uh, um, Bobby has a minute. Oh, so Bobby says, uh, uh, we're your brother and your sister. Um, so Marcia concludes that then you really didn't mean it. Alice rolls her eyes and says, of course they meant it. Marcia continues, I'm starting to think I can't believe anybody in this family or I can't believe anything anybody says in this family at all. <laughs> Does that make sense? And she yeah. starts to cry and Jen says, honest, it's a real pretty dress. Bobby adds, even if it doesn't cover up your braces. <laughs> Marcia starts to cry and walks out. Uh, <laughs> I wish I was a dinosaur. Because <laughs> then I'd be extinct. I just thought she I'm was I'm never acting. talking to you again. Ever! And she runs off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god. Later goodness. we see Mike walking down the hall to Marcia's room and knocks on her door. Marcia's laying face down in her bed. Marcia doesn't respond to the knocking and Mike just walks in. He tells Marcia that Alan is downstairs and wants to talk to her about the dance. Marcia says that she's not going downstairs. Mike sits on the bed and says, well, if that's your decision, I think you ought to tell him yourself. Okay. She asks if she can just write him a note. Mike laughs and says that he wants to give her some advice man to woman. Marcia says, let me guess. Braces aren't going to make any difference to any of her friends. <clears throat> Mike says that is right and continues. Did you know that the encyclopedia says, first of all, encyclopedia. What the fuck is encyclopedia? <laughs> you don't know what an encyclopedia is? That's like Wikipedia, but a joke. you have to print it out. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping if you if you looked at the notes I sent you, there was like a line for you. I mean, it wasn't really a line for you. I was really hoping you were going to jump on and go, I don't fucking know. Do they mean Wikipedia? Like, I guess. And then we would just continue. But <laughs> you're like, you're a dumb bastard. You know, like you said, you stupid. You know what that was? That was that was you going, hey, check out that girl over there. Where? <laughs> Turning around. Or like, yeah. hey, Jimmy, don't say anything. But what tack? <laughs> I, I, I do that shit exactly. <clears throat> I'm like, what are you talking about, tack? You know what it's like, Wikipedia is. Like, thank you, Jimmy. Appreciate that, man. <laughs> That's right, I do, I remember now <laughs> Anyway Mike goes on to say The encyclopedia says that history's most beautiful women wore braces Did you know that Cleopatra On some authority wore braces? On or her legs says, maybe but they, didn't have, they didn't have braces for your teeth back then <laughs> This is just parents telling lies to children To make them feel better Come on. <laughs> this is him um, encouraging her that she's still pretty And she doesn't have to be smart <laughs> Yeah, that's what's important. Are, are you not getting the big takeaway here? <laughs> so, Marsha's like, wow, her braces must have been gorgeous. Mike adds, yeah, and they've improved them within the past few thousand years. Marsha giggles. Mike goes on to say that maybe she should add some jewels and her little diamonds in her braces, and they're giggling. And I'm like, hey, stop, and he starts tickling her. He's and then, talking about, a, like, getting a grill in her face. Like, that's what he's talking about. That's what I said in the beginning, <laughs> right. see? Marsha was ahead of her tongue. <laughs> a moment later, Marsha makes her way down the stairs to talk to Alan. She's smiling and feeling better about herself. 
Just then, Alan tells her that he can't take her to the dance. Marsha asks, why not? Alan goes on to say that his parents have to go out of town next weekend, and he says he has to go with them. Marsha starts <laughs> to cry and says, you're lying. And this is when you see how much of a bitch Marsha can be. She fucking turns on a dime. Seriously, holy shit. She's like, you're a shit. lying piece of shit, and I fucking hate you. Yep. That's what, even what she, I'm not joking. She says, so it says, you're lying. You don't want to be seen with a girl who has braces. I hate you, Alan Anthony. I hate everybody. I wish there was a dinosaur. Because <laughs> then I'd be extinct. She I was, runs upstairs. I was waiting for him to knock on the door at some point and be like, has anybody seen our dog? Our dog went missing all of a sudden, like, as pissed <laughs> off as she was at Again. him. Like, Jesus. <laughs> Ellen tries to stop her, but she just ignores him and runs up the stairs. <sighs> so this is where we take our first break, or second break, <laughs> next break. I keep saying it. Every week I say this and fuck it up. How's it going? It's even written right in front of me on my script. This is where we take our next break. <laughs> so Marsha has braces and is feeling self-conscious about them, and Alan is a little prick that breaks off dance because of them. At least that's what Marsha thinks. <sighs> Teenage girls. Oh. Right. Am I right? Uh, yep. We'll be back. The second annual Bayou City Paranormal Symposium is here. April 25th and 26th at the Pasadena Convention Center. Special guests include John Zaffis, Katie Stafford, the Kling Brothers, and more. Two spine-tingling interactive exhibits, including the fan-favorite Psychomantium 2. Over 40 vendors and exhibitors will be on hand. Free vendors shopping all weekend. Discounted pre-sale tickets and VIP available now through February 29th. Bayou City's premier event for the things that go bump in the night. Go to badwolfevents.com for tickets and more info. And we are back. When we left off, Marsha thinks that Alan has broken off the date to the dance because of Marsha's new braces. Well, let's get back into it. So, Mike is in the living room pacing back and forth and Carol is making her way down the stairs after having dealt with Marsha. Carol jokes and says, you look like an expectant father. <laughs> Mike adds, well, is my daughter going to have a little trauma or is it going to be a big one? <laughs> I thought that was Carol funny. laughs. <clears throat> she says that she thinks she's over it already. And she has even invited Cindy into the bathroom with her. Carol wonders why Alan's parents <laughs> decided to go out of town at this time. <laughs> I thought that was kind of weird. <laughs> wonder why his parents said to go out of town at this time during the dance. Like... They know that Marsha was wanting to go. Why would they ruin Marsha's night because of their family vacation? That's fucked up. Right. Or whatever reason they went out of town. It's so weird. <laughs> so Mike adds that uh, she didn't believe him. Then he adds, listen, maybe you should call. <laughs> maybe if you had his mother call. <laughs> like, are you fucking God. kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like you back when we were kids and you were like, hey, I went fishing, caught a fish this big. And you're always like, you don't believe me, do you? Mom, didn't I get, see? (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) I hope they, I wonder if they know that they're not doing Marsha any favors by acting like this. I mean, they're just (laughs) reinforcing the fact that if she just pouts in long enough, she's going to get whatever she wants. 
<laughs> Maybe it's because they know she's kind of stupid. Yeah, because yeah, she they know she's kind of stupid. So yeah, we'll just just <laughs> cater to her. Just make her believe she's pretty. She'll do fine. <laughs> yeah. So Carol says that she doesn't think that'll do much good, and says right now Marcia is convinced that she's Dracula's daughter. <laughs> Mike concludes, "Hey, that makes me Dracula." Did you? Were you? Taking, I didn't take it as that. Go ahead, go I ahead, took sorry. it as like the real father is actually Dracula, not like Mike. That's how I kind of thought. And did you notice um, after Mike says that makes me Dracula, and she says, "Sorry, yeah. dear." They cut to yeah. a shot of Mike, and he's making faces. I don't know what the hell he's trying to do. I don't know if it was <laughs> if the original intent was for him to like imitate Dracula or something. But yeah, it's almost like he was beginning to, and then they cut to another something else. So the end result <laughs> looks like he's just going like making a fucked up face, and then they just cut to something else. I'm like, what the hell was that? <laughs> so yeah. bad editing. Uh, so she says, "Sorry, dear." Then he goes on to say, hey, what if someone else invited her to the dance? You might restore her confidence. (laughs) Mike asks where she's going to go find another boy this late in the date. Carol says that her address book has a lot of friends with sons. She looks through it trying to find someone. She makes a couple of suggestions and Mike shoots him down. Then she decides to call one friend with a son named Harold. Mike comments on how socially awkward that kid is. And she's dialing and she stops and asks, what if he doesn't want to take her? Mike says he better or else have to tangle with Count Dracula and spreads his arms out as if he had a cape and goes for Carol's neck and Carol giggles. <laughs> Stop it. You know what's funny <clears throat> is earlier when they're talking about it and Carol's asking about, you know, the different things, Mike's attitude, he just kind of shrugs it all off. He's just like, eh, I don't know, whatever. But just a few episodes ago <laughs> when Mike has a crush on a girl, it's like the whole fucking house has to stop. Because my right, because Greg is having a girl. Well, <laughs> Say like, why was you it? Said why Mike is it has when a girl? <laughs> and I, I assume you're referring to the black girl down the street. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, because you know, if he was talking to that black girl, she'd be like, "Oh hell no!" When it's your son, you're gonna stop the whole fucking house because he's having a girl problem. But when Marsha's having a boy problem, you just shrug it off because you don't give a shit. Like that's kind of yeah. what I feel like Carol should have done. It's <laughs> true. <clears throat> like, why is it when it's Greg, so, it's a big deal, but when it's Marsha, eh, she's pretty. It doesn't matter. She'll find a date. Like, God, that's mean. <clears throat> well, I mean, if you remember the episode a couple weeks ago, um, Mike is the one that was saying he'll get over it. Don't worry about it. And then she's like, no. But then again, he did get way involved. So. He did, yeah. Um, so later we see Alice giving Greg a shoulder massage. This was kind of funny. <laughs> and asked how how he got a kink in his neck. He says uh, that he gave Joey at school a karate chop. Alice asks how he got the kink. And Greg says that Joey gave him a karate chop back. Just then Alice asks, Say, isn't Joey the boy who used to have a crush on Marsha? Greg says, yeah. But he swore off girls. He likes karate now. Alice adds, well, it is less dangerous. Greg asks uh, why she was asking about Joey. Alice says that she wonders if he'd be interested in taking Marsha to the dance, and that it's a a shame that she's not going. Greg adds, yeah, it is a shame, and starts thinking. (laughs) Meanwhile, throughout this whole conversation... Alice's massages are getting more violent (laughs) 
as she thinks more about the dilemma. Like, I thought that was such a funny shot when it goes back to him thinking, and she is moving his shoulders like up. And, it was yeah, and this whole neck it was is like funnier than they were like, acting. Yeah, 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 like they didn't really acknowledge the joke, but it, I mean, there was that was funny. Like there's a funny visual, but well, I, I don't think know, maybe, maybe it was funnier that way. I don't know. I think at one point Greg actually says the comment. He's the worst student in class. No, yeah, no, we're gonna get it. that's the next like, scene. What the? Oh, is it the next scene? It's like what the hell? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. This, you know, this, I thought Greg's lines here were delivered really well. I thought that was funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, next, we see Greg and Joey in the backyard wrestling on the ground. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Well, me and you used to. Greg do that. says. <laughs> Greg says. <laughs> teasing. We Greg says, "All right, all right," and then adds. Too bad you don't know anything about leverage. You'd be a great wrestler. <laughs> uh, which, by the way, I mean, Joey was kicking his ass, so what do you mean? Like, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. He already is pretty <clears throat> decent. So. Joey asks, well, what's leverage? Greg says, you're fucking stupid. No. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Greg says, well, it's applying force without a lot of pressure. And he's like, you know we studied this in physics, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he just has a dumb look on his face. You know you're the worst student in the whole class. Joey God. says, you keep telling me that. <laughs> Greg says, holy well, crap. <laughs> and then Joey says, why the fuck do I keep coming over here? Seriously, yeah, yeah. You're supposed to be the Brady. You're supposed to be all about love and shit. <laughs> my God. Joey says, okay, so it's not my best subject. That's why I asked you to help me study. If I don't do well, I lose my place on the wrestling team. That way we can wrestle so Greg in the asks, backyard. <laughs> <laughs> so Greg asks how bad he wants it. Joey Hell says yeah, real bad. <laughs> <laughs> how bad do you want this? <sighs> Greg goes on to say, uh, they say every man has his price. Joey looks at him as if like he said another something about physics. <laughs> like confused as fuck. <laughs> what? Then they go back to wrestling. Yeah. Sorry. It's just, it's so weird. I know there's like, there's a sexual innuendo and physics joke in here that needs to be told, but I can't think well, of it's one. Just, it, up until now, Greg has always been about baseball. And now all of a sudden he's wrestling with some dude in the backyard. Like, what are you doing? He's just in the sports, man. He's all American. I guess, man. So. Whatever. So next, Alice is in the kitchen cooking in a small pot yet again. She always cooks in small pots yeah, for like nine fucking people. And it didn't make sense. Yeah. Just then, the local grocery boy comes in. Okay, this is where I got really fucking confused. You know the layout of the house, right? Yeah, they came out of so, Alice's room. That's what I said. <laughs> Just the then, fuck? the grocery comes from what looks like Alice's bedroom. <laughs> and then the dialogue places. between them adds to the confusion. Yes, I know. We're going to get so what into What in scene. the hell? <laughs> so it looks like, like maybe Alice just got done fucking him. Seriously? He's coming out of his room, and he places the groceries on the counter and says, that'll be 821. Alice looks at him up and down and says, mm -hmm. uh-huh. Thank you, Eddie. And just then the music Eddie starts. Eddie asks, what's wrong? <laughs> Eddie asks, what's wrong? Alice says, very little. <laughs> You'll do just fine. Hell yeah, you will. And she grabs a $10 bill and says to him, keep the change. The only Eddie thing says, missing is her putting it in his pants. <laughs> right, I know. And he says, $1.79? Wow, that's the biggest tip I ever got. Alice <laughs> says, 
Just like you would expect if this was porn. Well, there's a lots more where that came from. Hell yeah. <laughs> Eddie asks, just for delivering groceries? <clears throat> Eddie seems suspicious, as well he should be. Yeah, because she's a pedophile. Also, side note, <clears throat> I like to look up number or money in on this show. So, $1.79, how much that equals to in 2020 money? How much? Well, you're supposed to guess. Oh, um, I'd say $17. <laughs> no, it's not that huh? much. It's eleven dollars and ninety cents. So that is kind of a big tip. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be enough for me to go. Wow, yeah. you must well, be rich. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Depending on how old this kid is, he's what, twelve or thirteen. Yeah, I guess so. I guess back then, if I was twelve or thirteen, got it. Might yeah. I so guess judging so. by the way Alice was was talking, he's had two big tips. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So Alice says, um, he says, just for delivering groceries. And Alice says, not exactly. And then she bites the tip of her finger. Like, seriously, she like, mm. and then it cuts away. And she <clears> so let's recap the, the top scene. button on her shirt. What's that? <laughs> let's recap. So he comes out what looks like Alice's bedroom. It, as it if was like 100% they were playing Alice's like, bedroom. Unless Alice yeah. is sleeping in the garage, it's her bedroom. <laughs> right. <laughs> So it's as if like they were playing delivery boy, like in a room or something. Right. And he goes, all right, well, here's the groceries. It comes out and she's like, oh, and just looks at him up and down. Like, oh, you're going to do just fine. And he's like, what? Here's the money. Keep the change. It's like straight out of porn. If you played this outside of the context of the show, that's exactly what it would look like. Yeah. Like not even that, like just the scene, how it that's played what I mean. out. Yeah. Her delivery and everything. Hell yeah. It looked like she wanted to fuck him, like, bad. It was hot. So. Next we see Mike and Carol in the media room. Mike is reading the paper and Carol is doing cross-stitch or something. I couldn't figure out what the hell she was doing. Something to do with, I don't know, yarn? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. The doorbell rings and Carol says, that must be Harold. Mike says, I'll get it. Mike leaves the room to answer the door. So Mike answers the door, and it's Eddie, the delivery boy at the door. The guy we just just fucked out. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Mike asks who he is. He tells him, he's Eddie, the delivery boy. Mike laughs and asks, oh, what do you got? And he says, oh, I didn't bring groceries, Mr. Brady. I came to see Marsha. Mark scrunches up his face and asks, you did? He says, yes, and asks, are you going to let me in? Mike lets him in with a confused look on his face. As they're walking to the living room, Alice shows up and asks, Eddie, what are you doing here so late at night? Yeah. (laughs) Eddie says, I got here when you told me to. First of all, I want to back up here. I like this Eddie kid. So, like, he's confident (laughs) as fuck. He's straight up like. That's because he just fucked a grown ass woman. (laughs) (laughs) Of course he's confident. He's like. I'm the delivery guy. Normally, that's how you know me. Although I'm not here for grocery time, I'm here to see Marsha. Why aren't you letting me in yet? And right. then he's like, "Oh." And then when he, she's, you know, Alice is like, "What are you doing here? This yep. is weird." And he's like, "I got here when you told me to." Like, he's like confident as hell yep. and doesn't put up with Alice's shenanigans at all. Hell he's yeah, like, that's what she likes. I don't about. know what you're talking about. <laughs> Alice says that she'll go upstairs to get Marsha. Mike says, "Well, did you catch how she wait said a minute, it? Alice?" She says, or she may not have said it at this point. I may have cut you off. Um, she says, I'll be upstairs with the other children. 
Oh, that's later. That's like, later. Yeah. What the hell? Like, you're not a child. Like, what the fuck? You Maybe that's why she is so confused as why she can up this kid. <laughs> Go ahead. So Mike says, wait a minute, Alice. Let me handle this. Alice says, okay, Mr. Brady. That's where we were talking earlier about how he yeah, like, yeah. puts her in a fucking place. Hell yeah, he does. I don't fucking think the fuck you will. He knows what's up. He's still seen dishes this shit need to be done. <laughs> dishes need to be See, done. See, we lost our last delivery boy because of you. <laughs> Mike tells Eddie to sit down. Just then the doorbell rings again. Mike rushes to the door, and it's Joey at the door. Mike says, Joey? Joey says, anything wrong, Mr. Brady? Mike says, no, and lets him in. He then calls to Greg that his friend is here. Then Joey tells Mike, I didn't come to see Greg. I'm here <laughs> for Marsha. Mike sighs and says, Joey, I think you better come sit down. Mike walks him to the living room to sit with Eddie. Just then, Carol arrives in the living room. She greets the boys. They both stand up and say hello. Next, the doorbell rings again. Carol says, oh, it's Harold. Mike goes to answer the door. Just then, Marcia comes down the stairs, and she greets the two young men in the living room. They both stand up when she enters. Mike walks back into the living room with Harold, boy number three, in tow. Marcia sees him and says, Harold, what are you doing here? Which, that's fucked up. <laughs> like, she's excited as fuck to see, like, Eddie and Joey. Yeah, yeah. And Harold, of course, a redhead walks in, and she's like, the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> I thought his response was hilarious because this is the awkward boy that you know Mike yeah. was referring to earlier, and he goes, "I, uh, I." <laughs> Mike interrupts and says, "Harold, why don't you take the seat with the others there in the bullpen?" <laughs> the three three boys have a seat. Mike tells Marcia that he'd like to speak to her. Marcia says <laughs> that they are embarrassing her and she wants to see what they want. Mike and Carol agree and say that they'll be in the den and they leave. Now, is it just me or like, first of all, do all four boys look exactly the same? <laughs> yeah. It's hard yeah, to yeah. tell them apart. Well, they're wearing almost the like, same outfits like, too, but well, at one point, Carol points at one of the kids <laughs> and says the line, sit down, boy. It's like, shit. <laughs> it's like, God. She said that shit with authority, too. <laughs> Sit down, boy. That's awesome. Like, God. Hopefully it was Eddie, because Eddie likes some older women, apparently. He's probably like, ooh, yeah. Yeah, I'm right. He's probably into that shit. He's like, I'm going to deliver her something later. That's what he said. He said it was great to here. Yeah. So, um, Mike and Carol leave the room to go to the den, and Marcia just looks at the boys with the biggest smile on her face, like she's about to be the main attraction at a bukkake party. Hell like, yeah, she did. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So we cut to Mike and Carol walking into the den, which I was kind of disappointed. Like, why did we cut to the den? Like, I right, wanted right, to see right. what the fuck, how the boys are going to handle this. Yeah, right. But well, we cut to the den it. instead. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that's, she's a child. Carol I'm says, sorry. "Yeah." So Carol says, uh, "Well, she's an adult now, so it's okay." Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Carol says, "We should have <clears throat> just told her." Mike says, "Well, we tried." They say how three. Uh, they say how three people in the same house had the same idea. I don't know how I wrote that, but <laughs> basically he was saying, One moment. God, seriously <laughs> talking to me. Also try spelling it. Siri thinks I was talking to him. Sorry. <laughs> um, um, Mike just comments how funny it was, how three people in the same house came up with the same idea. Right. Then Carol says, maybe it'll all work out and only one of them will ask her. All of a sudden they hear Marcia yell from the living room. 
So you're all been you've all been bribed, all of you. Good night. Mike and Carol look shocked and then slump. They both decide to go talk to her and they leave the room. <laughs> the next day, we see Alice at uh, a store returning the dress Marcia got for the dance. The clerk asks if it fits okay, and Alice says, oh, it fits, just not me. <laughs> the clerk asks if she'd like to exchange it for something else. Alice says, yeah, a book on child psychology with braces. Now, this is the scene in the store where it's actually the master bedroom, and they change it to look like a store. It's kind right. of So Mike and Carol are in the kitchen having tea, I think. They have their yellow little coffee cups again yeah. that you were commenting on. Yeah, weird-looking ones, yeah. Uh, Carol tells Mike to stop worrying about it, and Marsha will get over it. Mike says, I know. The question is, will I get over it? Carol says that they did all they could. So I think their biggest problem is they just basically hoard out their, like, 12-year-old daughter <laughs> to, like, a bunch of dudes that, yeah, you know, and then, but they don't seem too concerned about that. <laughs> they basically sat, just like, then, three boys on the couch was like, pick one. It's like it's, choose, a, it's her harem of boys. Like, it's weird. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Just then the doorbell rings. Carol tells Mike to sit down because Alice is in there. Like, finally, it's like, no, we fucking pay Alice for something. She can answer the damn door. And Mike says, <laughs> I better get it in case the stag line forms again. Yeah. Mike leaves to answer the door. Mike walks in the living room to see Alan standing in the living room. He I walks did, up and shakes Alan's quick. hand. I do find I did yep. find it funny that Carol was like Alice is there, <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. That's so badass. I'm like, yes, that's so awesome. Finally, finally, she's gonna do something. Yeah, Carol's yeah. like, what the fuck? I, I had to help with dinner and I had to polish the silverware. Like she can at least answer the door. <laughs> like Jesus, that's cool. <laughs> so Alan's in the living room. Uh, Mike walks up, shakes his hand. Uh, Alan says that Alice went up to get Marcia. Ellen says, your daughter spends a lot of time upstairs, which I thought that was funny. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Well, yeah, that's where her room Mike is. Mike laughs and says, <laughs> um, uh, Mike laughs and says, that's the way girls are. When you're leaving with, when are you leaving with your parents? Ellen says, we're not going. That's what I came to tell Marsha. Mike says, you mean you're not going to take me? Oh, <laughs> you mean you are going to take her to the dance? Ellen says, you bet. That's what I wanted to tell her. Marsha arrives into the conversation. Mike looks at her and says, did you hear that, Marsha? Marsha crosses her arms and says, yeah, how much are they paying you? God, she's such <laughs> a looks bitch. At her oh, my God. And, sa <laughs> and says, paying me? Who? What are you talking about? Marsha asks, why are you going to take me to the dance? Ellen says, gee, Marsha, that's a silly question. Meanwhile, Mike and Alice are feeling very awkward, and they leave. Marsha continues... Uh, tell me, Alan. I want to know. Eddie is feeling the awkwardness in the room and says, I want to take you to the dance because I like you. I really like you. Um, Marsha, you act crazy sometimes, but you're the grooviest looking girl in the yes. whole school. That's the best line in the Marcia's, episode. <laughs> Marsha says, thanks, Alan. Uh, oh, I put Eddie down, but it's not. Did I, is it Eddie? No, this uh -huh. is Alan. God, there's too many fucking dudes that want to fuck Marsha. I can't keep track of So I said Eddie, but Alan asks if she wants to, if she'll go with him still. And Marsha says, I'm so happy I could cry. Alice and Mike smile. At one point, I have written down, 
Mike was like, again? <laughs> but I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, he about. said something like that. Yeah, he said something like that. That's funny. <laughs> Next, we see Alice back in the store asking about the dress she returned. Luckily, it hadn't been sold yet, and she leaves with it. That's all I wrote for that scene because I didn't feel like going into the whole. Well, there, there was a few things I had shit. written down. One was, why in the hell is everybody sitting on the couch? Like the whole family. Well, is we're not there hot. yet. Oh, you're we're not, not okay. there yet. All right, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So. That's what I mean. There's a lot of but weird yes. little scenes in this that weren't really yeah, yeah. serving a purpose. <clears throat> yeah, this is that scene. Yeah. So finally, we see Marsha at the top of the stairs walking yeah, yeah, yeah. down, dressed for the dance. And she pauses the dress. so the whole fucking neighborhood can look at her first before yeah. she walks down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> this is where I put the whole entire family is downstairs on the couch. On one, it's like the you know, Simpsons. It's, like she's, it's the weirdest thing. Yeah, it's like it's like she's not coming down like <laughs> like she's getting married. Like that's right. how they're acting. Like she's. They were sitting there, like, surprised one of them was like, do you have a tissue? You know, or something like that. But they were just all just staring at her. I have the feeling, like, when she's at a swimming pool and she goes on the diving board, she does that same thing. Where she stands on the diving board <laughs> for a second for everybody to look at her before she dives in. She probably does the same shit. <laughs> probably. Alan is standing at the bottom waiting for her. Alice even peeks from upstairs. Because she asks, wasn't allowed to come down. <laughs> Carol's like, no, fuck you. God. You get upstairs. You're not joining us because you wouldn't answer the damn door after I helped with dinner and polish your fucking silverware. And get your ass upstairs. Exactly. <clears throat> Don't come down until all that laundry's fucking folded and put away. <laughs> but what about when Marcia goes to the dance? I don't give a fuck about when Marcia goes to the dance. Like, what the fuck? You could peek around the corner, but I better not see your ugly face. <laughs> Even the kids think you're ugly. They told me earlier. <laughs> God. So Alan says to Marsha, he goes, are you sure you want to go with me? Marsha says, of course I do. Why shouldn't I? Alan says, well, I flew over the handlebars of my bike and nearly knocked all my teeth out. And then smiles and you even hear like a ding when he smiles. Alan has a mouthful of braces. <laughs> Marsha looks at him and says, oh, I have to, I have to go. Something, oh, <laughs> I typed something here as a joke, and then you started reading like, your own joke. What the fuck am I talking about? What am I talking about? Uh, I was gonna try to do it completely straight faced and like shows him a mouthful of braces. And Marsha looks at him and says, Oh, I have to go. Something suddenly came up, <laughs> and then I was gonna go, No, just kidding, but I didn't. I fucked it up. Marsha laughs and <laughs> takes Alan's arm. The whole family watches as they walk from the stairs all the way around to the front door. Yeah. And they all, like, turn with them. That's and even creepy. when they're behind the couch, yeah, yeah. they all stand up and turn around and watch. Well, it also, you know what I, what I noticed? <laughs> was what? they go arm in arm, and Marsha does it wrong. And the boy actually has no, I to that was great. Correct, her, correct her arm. I thought that was pretty funny. I thought that was really good because I even thought I saw that and I was like, I wonder if the director was like, and then you just you grab his arm and then you put your arm in his arm. And if she's like, well, how should I do it? No, 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 just go, go yeah, action. Because yeah. he wanted to see that like kids fuck it up kind of a yeah, thing. Yeah. Well, because there is a yeah. specific way the guy's supposed to have their arm and a specific way the girl's supposed to have their arm. So I, yeah, I thought that yeah. was pretty funny. And like maybe the director only told him the proper way, but not her. Exactly. Hoping yeah. that they would fuck it up, you know, kind of a thing. So. <laughs> so now Mike and Carol are in the bedroom getting ready for bed, like in almost every episode yeah, of the right. last scene. Mike, Mike says, 
Mike says, I go through all that again just to see their faces as they left for the dance. Carol asks, Mike, would you love me if I had braces? <laughs> Mike says, I don't know. <laughs> you, you, you spawn Jan. So, no, <laughs> Mike says, every chance I get, which I thought that was, that was a I, fuck joke. That wasn't. Well, I mean, I, I, I wrote down that I thought that was kind of a smooth thing to say. Because he's talking about smooth? like having sex, yeah. like right, right, right. Yeah, like, would you still love me if I? Yeah, every chance I got. Like, hell yeah, you're like that delivery boy. Hell yeah, shit's awesome. <laughs> so they giggle, and then Mike shuts off the light, and that's the end of the episode. So, what are your takeaways? This, whoever I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna say it was the editing because it wasn't the editing, um, but whoever did the storyboarding for this, just. Uh, needs more practice this was garbage you know i, I felt like there <laughs> was i felt like there was way more shots than there had to be um it, maybe it was just written poorly um who was it rudolph something or other that wrote this um I, I just, uh well it was written by like rednitz or something like yeah. that i just feel like it was badly written um there's way way more scenes than there should have been you know what I mean? I mean the whole well, thing they had to with fill the twenty-two minutes, so. the dress shop and stuff like that—that that was a that never should have happened. You know what I mean? That was a pointless yeah, scene. Yeah, I mean, and that's why I only described those scenes in like two sentences. Both scenes yeah. total. I would like have taken—I would have taken both of those scenes out, um, and I would have added a scene with the boys in their room talking about Marsha's braces. That's what I would have added. Something like that. Yeah, that would definitely have been better because, you know, like, the, the other kids didn't have much to do in the episode. Yeah, but I mean... They said a couple lines here and there, was about it. You could really push the, you know, the, the subplot along if you were to have the boys in the room talking about... And even if they were just really casually, like boys do, nonchalantly saying, I don't really see what the big deal is. I don't know why she makes such a big deal about her braces. Who gives a crap about her, her teeth anyways? Like, nobody looks at that. I mean, if they were to just be honest like yeah. that, you know, I think that would really push the storyline along better than having Alice go to a to a dress shop right. and pretend like she's the kid's parent. The lady doesn't know who the fuck she is. But if the lady would have been like, oh, do you have kids? Oh, no, I, I'm just the maid. I work for them. They'd be like, well, then why are you worried about child psychology? And so what the hell are you talking about? Like, right. Part of my job description is to return dresses and uh, yeah, do child yeah. psychology. And to hem dresses children. that you end up returning? Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I like the idea of having the boys have a conversation, you know, yeah. in the room, and they get a real conversation, you know, like, I don't see what the big deal is, they're just braces, and then, yeah. you know, Greg can go, yeah, I'd still fuck her, and then <laughs> Peter would be like, I know, right, but then braces caught on your dick, and he'd be like, you shut up, and then they wrestle. And they would have been like, to show no, each other need, what leverage really is. You need to go for older chicks. This kid in class told me that somebody's maid was going after him. Like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right well yeah this was good this was good yeah, so that was a weird episode what do you want to plug this week um same stuff i plugged last time i guess um caitlin's really been working on her instagram and on her um oh. her facebook page for her podcast um and under the new uh copa rules uh yeah, I I made Caitlin's channel uh, for her podcast um, child uh, content instead of doing yeah. it per video. I made the entire channel child content. 
And Caitlin was really, really looking forward to reaching out to some of the viewers um, through the comments and talking to people. You know, and she's really, really mm -hmm. good about something that I had talked about last time, and I've talked to you offline um, about, you know, kind of reaching out on my own YouTube channel and, and talking to other people on other YouTube channels and stuff. And that's something I'm not very good yeah. at, uh, but I've been trying. And Caitlin just seems to do it naturally, and she was really looking forward to doing it herself on her own channel. But when you make the the channel a child channel it disables all the comments and she was she was yeah. pretty upset she was pretty disappointed but when they're talking about yeah. finding forty one thousand dollars per video that's not appropriately categorized i'm not <laughs> i'm not gonna take any chances so <laughs> right but like you were saying before too you could if she really wants those comments you can post them on facebook too and exactly you that's what i told her comments so yeah, and she was finally getting yep. some correspondence with other YouTubers and stuff like that. And she was so excited about it. And I told her, you can still yeah. comment on other people's. You just can't, unfortunately, you can't comment on your own. But that's that's okay. That's all right. It's part of the learning process. And that's t talking about these things on air is, is kind of what I'm encouraging her to do on the podcast. Um, <clears throat> you know, that way some of these things can come to light, you know, um, might make for interesting comment uh, content, you know, when, when the viewers. Mm -hmm. Or the listeners rather hear about some struggles she's having behind the scenes and you know the learning process and stuff, you know. Yeah. So go check out Kids and Adults Alike, uh ten year old podcaster. I think it's so cool and it's <laughs> a fun show. Um I like the idea of a kid podcaster. That's neat. I, I really <laughs> like the, the video. It's the first that she I know did. about. The the video she did, yeah. I think I feel like it really captures her personality a lot. And we, that was a cold shoot. You know, we did it. I, I mean, and Tad can attest, you know, you, we sent you all the footage we had. <laughs> we just went through it one time and that was it. So what you <laughs> see is how she really is. And that's just a cold shoot. And, and so, yeah, she's that, that shows off her personality and, you know, and you can toot your own horn. You're the one that put that video together. So. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I was just going to comment that uh, she definitely has personality for days and <laughs> yeah. she does not appear to be a 10 year old at all. She, she seems doesn't, much she? more mature than a 10 year old. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny like i've watched her grow up since she's been born yeah and there was like it seemed like she was like four or five years old for years it does, like, god yeah. this child is not growing <laughs> she, she looks the same as the last time i saw her like, yeah. and it seemed like your other like your other your older son like he was growing up every time i saw him he looked He's... taller and looked bigger and he looked and then, like, then there was Caitlin, and I'm like, this, and even, like, our mutual <laughs> friend Ron, he's even yeah. coming to do, like, is it just me, or does it seem like that? <laughs> she yeah. just doesn't get older. I'm like, right? <laughs> I thought that was just me. And then, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, now she looks like a young lady, and, yeah. like, all mature now. Well, it's like Jake is catching up overnight. with me quick. You know, when I give him a hug goodbye when I leave for work, like, it's, it's like hugging a grown person, you know? <laughs> like, like, if he's not the same height as me, he's really close, and... The fact that he's only 13 yeah. and he's going to be growing for a while, he's going to be a lot taller than me. Um, yeah. nah, I'm fine with that. That's fine. Uh, Caitlin, I think, is probably about the same height as your daughter's. And I know you're what you're going to say. You're, that's not saying much. <laughs> but <laughs> It's not. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, she's probably about the same height, I'd say. Yeah. No, yeah, my 12-year-old son is taller than his 21-year-old sisters. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate you stopping by yet yeah. again. And I'm sure I'll have you back in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks, man. Yep, thank you. All right, see you. Later.
Hey, I want to thank my guests one last time for stopping by and come on back here every Monday for a new episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. Also, on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rate and review. It helps the show out tremendously. Hey, go ahead and check out AVeryBradyPodcast.com. If you ever wonder what I look like, I got pics up on there. You can also see pictures of our past guests as well that have been on the show. Read little bios about them. And you can contact me at AVeryBradyPodcast at gmail.com. Send me an email, any questions you have, or maybe you want to tell me that you hate a certain episode. Who knows? Or even give me a call and leave a voice message at 804-446-1901. Again, that's 804-446-1901. Leave a voicemail. I'll play it on the show. You can also head on over to the merch store at tpublic.com. The link is in the description of this episode. Join in on the conversation in the Facebook group. It's called a Very Brady Facebook group. So get in there. Get on the conversation, post memes, I don't care, just don't be a racist. And be sure to also check out the Patreon page. If you enjoy the show, give a donation and become a patron. I'd certainly appreciate it. Just go to www.patreon.com forward slash a very Brady podcast. Until then, I've been Tack, and this has been a very Brady podcast. Have a sunshine day. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.